Everyone has a purpose and a passion in life. Some are able to achieve them while others struggle achieving them. Join us on our journey to educate thousands of our followers on business, finance, and psychology. Thank you for listening to Safe Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to yet another episode on Safe Podcast. And um, today I'm going to talk about something very interesting, uh, something concerning business, something uh, that concerns startups and um it has to do with uh, the business model that uh, startups use or m- most companies have to come up with. And uh, one of the problems facing a lot of startups when they start out their journey. And uh, basically, I've been reading a book called The Startup's Owner's Manual by um, Steve Blanks. He talks uh, about entrepreneurship, about startups, about uh, the process of uh, coming uh, to uh, the right steps to take to the actual realization of your business idea. And if you haven't read that book, I will highly recommend that you read that book because he basically goes through all the steps you should take from, uh, you know, coming up with your idea to doing market research to de- defining and um, defining and confirming who your customer are, what your, custom- what your customer segment looks like, how to come up with an MVP, for those who don't know what an MVP is, basically it's a minimum minimum viable product. And by a minimum viable product, we're talking about uh, not the final product, but it's a prototype of the final product. However, it contains the main features that are key for the, for the final product to perform, for the final, final product being sold. And uh, one of the things he talks about is... Uh, not looking to execute a business model, rather uh, searching for your own specific, unique business model for your own company, for your own business that that is unique to you. And once you find that business model that is unique to you and that is scalable and repeatable, you now look into executing that and not executing a business model that exists already in an existing company. And it's one of the main biggest mistakes that he identified that a lot of uh, startup companies do. And as you guys know, we have a really, really high failure rate when it comes to startup companies. I think it's around 90% failure rate, uh, which is also quite similar when it comes to currency trading or uh, stock trading and all that. It's roughly 90% failure rate. And um, one of the things Steve Blanks talks about is uh, going through the lean canvas approach and not going through the normal, uh, like executing an existing business model. Because with a startup, you're basically working on a lot of hypotheses and uh, coming up with an coming up with a business model without actually uh, confirming and testing this hypothesis that they do work, that these hypotheses are correct. You're basically guessing and gambling into business. And that's basically what he talks about. And by the lean canvas, we're talking about if you uh, if you're aware of a business model canvas, we have the value proposition, basically what your company is offering. We have the customer segment, basically different uh, the different types of customer you what you wish to serve. And there are also rules based to know when uh when a group of when a group of customers based on specific attributes and preferences uh, relate to a speci- a unique uh, customer segment, and then you have channels, basically how you deliver your value proposition to your clients, how you get to your consumers at the end, uh, customer rela- customer relationship, um, 
key resources, what exactly you need for your business model to function or your business to function, uh, key partners, basically those people who are engaged in uh, in uh, not only the value chain, uh, value chain of the business, but also uh, those who you can't do business without. And this this can do with third-party providers. This can also deal with uh, your suppliers, your distributors, your logistic providers and all that. And um, another thing is your cost structure, your revenue streams, how you make money, how uh, revenue is generated in the company, what kind of uh, business model do you have? Do you have a form of subscription model, uh, uh, freemium model? I'll come later on to talk about the different kind of business model we have. Basically, we have a subscription model, freemium model, advertising model like Facebook. We have a franchising uh, model. You can look at McDonald's or if you're in Germany, McFeet when it comes to um, uh, fitness studios or gyms. Um, we have a brick and mortar. We have Razor and Blades. A good example of Razor and Blades is uh, Sony PlayStation. So basically, buying a PlayStation is not that like the console itself. It's not that expensive. But now when it comes to now buying the PlayStation games, it gets a bit of expensive. Or an example that maybe most of you can relate with is buying um, printers. Buying a printer is not that expensive, but now buying ink, ink cartridges tends to be expensive in the long run. And... Uh, yeah, there are a lot of business models and I'll come to talk about them in detail and explain to you guys uh, what they mean. Uh, and also when you're starting your business, what kind of a business model uh, should you be looking to execute uh, based on um, what exactly you're offering and how the market reacts to uh, what you're offering. And what Steve Blank goes and says uh, and states quite clearly is one of the problems is uh, startup founders uh, face is... Uh, it's basically a form of cognitive dissonance, uh, overconfidence and over-optimism when it comes to their business idea because uh, most of them tend to think of the idea being really, really great. Most ideas are actually really, really, really great. The problem only comes when, uh, when and if the market really is ready for your product or your service or if there's actually a demand and a desire for your, for, uh, for your product. And... Basically, Steve Blank talks about uh, carrying out a proper preliminary research, basically your feasibility analysis when it comes to um, when it comes to your startup idea or the idea that you plan on realizing uh, through your startup company. And he talks about getting outside the building. It means once the idea has been conceived, once the members in the venture team have this concrete idea, now the next step is to get out of the building and do your research and find out whether or not uh, your product is really wanted by people, by your consumers. Find out who your consumers are. Find out what really they want. And then from there, now work on a minimum viable product or, or an MVP. That's what basically uh, Steve Blanks talks about. And then... Um, once you once you've once you've done that now you're working because basically startups are based on hypothesis so now you're working with hypotheses that have been partially or wholly confirmed by the market and you're basically working around what the market really wants and you're coming up with a product that the market m might not want and a good example is um if you've heard of the company webivan uh it existed in the 1990s and 
Webivan was supposedly the uh, first gross online grocery selling platform, basically a form of Amazon, but back in the 90s. And uh, the idea they had was really great. And uh, the idea was so good they had, uh, they were able to raise $400 million uh, worth in funding. And they were backed up with a lot of venture capitalists. They had the best sales teams. Uh, they had the best marketing team. Like they had the best of everything, the best of CEO, the best of board advisors and everything. But now the problem comes, they were so, um, they were so, overconfident that the idea was really great that they never actually carry out a proper market research on whether uh, the market does really exist and um, uh, just to give you a bit of more information this company was able to turn itself into an IPO I think in about six months so it's basically a unicorn like when it comes to startup it's basically a unicorn it was able to turn into an IPO for those who don't know what an IPO is, it's uh, it means initial public offering, and it's basically the last step when uh, uh, that a company goes through when uh, raising funds. There are a couple of steps that a company goes before when raising funds, from bootstrapping to um, to business angels, and then there's something called a Series A, Series B, Series C funding through venture capitalists, and then after that, the company lists itself as an IPO, meaning its stocks will be publicly traded on the security exchange, but we'll get into that in a different topic, and I'll explain uh, what each segment uh, entails, each section entails and all that. So this company was, uh, like, they had enough funding, like, they had the best uh, team in place they had everything logistic they had a fleet of uh truck deliveries they had a fleet of uh vans and all that warehouses and all that but they came at a time when um internet was quite expensive for people think about the 1990s internet was quite expensive and not everyone had access to internet at the same time because uh having a computer at that time was a form of a luxury not like now almost everyone has a a computer or access to the internet uh, to be more specific so within two years they went bankrupt and um, I haven't really gone into detail about the whole story but make sure to do your research and uh, check on Webivan on what happened to them and you see they came at a very wrong time and like right now when Amazon came uh, Amazon Amazon came at a really good time when now internet is, internet is already booming um, the online online market is already booming now. Amazon came is an came in as an online pure player, and it worked out really well for Amazon. And this is basically what Steve Blanks uh, talks about: going through the lean canvas or using the lean canvas and not and not exec executing an existing business model, because every every startup business is different. Every um, also, when it comes to trading, we talk we, we talk a lot about this when it comes to trading um, currencies. I'm a currency trader myself by profession, and um, the thing is this: in, in in trading, we everyone has a form of a system on how they trade, a form of strategy on the way they trade, and it's very unique to everyone. And m m the biggest problem newbie traders have is looking for a very high performance strategy by other people and trying to copy the same. And most of the time, it's, it ends up not working for them because it's not unique to their belief. It's not unique to their character. And it's all where psychology comes in play. Um, 
And the same applies in business. So when you start up something, you, your startup business is basically unique. Because if you're doing the same thing another person is doing, uh, but they already have the market, it will be quite difficult for you to capture the market. Because if this person has a form of monopoly, or there's a form of, or of an oligopoly, meaning there are a couple of companies already having a quite a reasonable amount of market share um, in the market, so for you as a startup, it's um, it's it, it will take a lot of hard work to try and build a lot of uh, to try and build legitimacy, and to you know build your presence and find find and establish trust with consumers and uh, potential partners and all that. So Steve Blanks talks about write down like use a lean canvas. That means write down your value proposition, write down exactly what you intend to do. But then now, since these are based on pure hypothesis, meaning it's not confirmed, go out and confirm each and every one of these statements that you, that you, the statement that you've written down. If it's you want to, um, let's give an example, a random example. Um, let's say you want to uh, sell, let's say, carpets like some form of handmade carpets that are very uh, soft, are very, um, you have, based on your value proposition, they're very um, durable or uh, easy to clean and all that. So this is the value proposition. This is what you're offering the clients, but your consumers. But now you should find out, do people actually need this product? Are you filling a gap in the market or are you solving a problem in the market? So this is something uh, a lot of a lot of startups need to uh, to do when they're starting out, and this is basically what Steve Blanks talks about. And uh, next time I'll come and explain the different kind of business models that uh, we have. How to come up with your own unique business model, what to look at uh, when you're coming up with your own business model, how to carry up to your market research will also be in the next episode. Uh, if you have any question, make sure to. Um, uh, shoot me an email or um, leave a comment. I will definitely get back to you. So see you in the next episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and also share it on your social platforms. Remember guys, it's process over outcome. <laughs>